वेलकम टू दिलीप निगम शो अम सर्टिफाइड जॉन मैक्स सक्सेस कोच अ मोटिवेशनल स्पीकर राइटर एंड एन एंटरप्रेन्योर इन सक्सेस 2.0 सेगमेंट ऑफ माय पॉडकास्ट टुडे आई प्लान टू शेयर समथिंग व्हिच इज वेरी क्लोज टू माय हार्ट अ डिफाइनिंग मोमेंट ऑफ माय लाइफ एंड आई टाइटल द टॉक एज इट्स पॉसिबल दिस डिफाइनिंग मोमेंट ऑफ माय लाइफ पेव्ड द वे फॉर व्हाट वी हैव अकॉम्प्लिश्ड एंड वेयर वी आर इन लाइफ टुडे I plan to present this story in three parts. Part 1, where we are today. Part 2, the defining moment, and part 3, to some of the lessons learned through this unique journey. So let me start with part 1 of my defining moment story. We landed in Canada as an immigrant in 2010. Having worked in corporate world for over 40 years across India, Singapore and Canada, in March 2017, I took a major decision to quit my corporate career and embrace a new career path, being a success coach, trainer and a motivational speaker, something very close to my heart. My deepest calling has been to be a change maker and help people to be the hero of their own story. one soul at a time although i registered as a certified john maxwell success coach and a motivational speaker during february 2017 i had been engaged in coaching and mentoring business teams over the past over 14 years we also feel proud to have raised extremely successful sons both based in canada and pursuing great careers and are blessed to be living close to our lovely family best of all we are financially free having the freedom to live a life of our choice our current lifestyle would not have been a reality but for a bold decision we took back in 1993 on october 23rd 1993 i boarded a flight to singapore with mixed feelings of anxiety and a positive expectation to look for a job in a foreign land interestingly enough till that time i had never visited any other country outside india i planned a one month trip to singapore malaysia and indonesia to explore the possibility of a job which could offer my family a launch pad for a world class lifestyle the seed of going abroad and having a world class lifestyle however got planted in my heart way back when i was a young child my father was a scientist in ministry of defense new delhi and he had a strong desire to travel abroad he got selected to travel to france on an official trip however he lost the opportunity since he could not speak french language at that moment i decided to definitely travel abroad and if possible settle in a country which would offer us a world class lifestyle I have had a reasonably good career growth in India and had also received an offer for the position of a deputy general manager in August 1993 with the potential to become a general manager in 3 years time and my family was quite excited about it in fact becoming a general manager 25 years back would be considered a fairly good career growth i however always envisioned having a world class lifestyle for my family and best possible education for my children and this dream of mine always dominated my heart and mind 
After a deliberation with my wife Anita, we agreed to proceed ahead with my quest for a job in a foreign land. And if it didn't work out, I would take up the offer as a DGM in India. Let me pause my story for a moment and share an audio clip of noted motivational speaker Les Brown. Here you go. What I'd like for you to do right now, I want you to think about your dream because I'm in a room full of dreamers. Think about your dream right now. I want you to think about it and envision it. I don't know what that dream is that you have. I don't care how far-fetched it might appear to be. I don't care how disappointing it might have been as you've been working toward that dream. But here's what I know, that that dream that you're holding in your mind, that it's possible. Let's say that together, please. It's possible. See, sometimes we can't say, I can do that. But what we can say, that it's possible that I can have my dream as we run toward it, as we work on it day in and day out. And here's what I will share with you, that in the process of working on your dreams, you are going to incur, incur a lot of disappointment, a lot of failure, a lot of pain, a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats. But in the process of doing that, you will discover some things about yourself that you don't know right now. What you will realize is that you have greatness within you. What you'll realize is that you're more powerful than you can ever begin to imagine. What you will realize is that you are greater than your circumstances, that you don't have to go through life being a victim. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. As Les Brown said, in the process of accomplishing a dream, you would face challenges and setbacks. However, one needs to envision his dream and say to yourself, it's possible. My Singapore journey on October 23rd, 1993 also did not become a reality without offering me a set of unique challenges. Today, technology tools including an internet, email or a smartphone have become a way of life and our life almost comes to a halt without these. In fact, it's extremely difficult to visualize our life without these modern-day technology tools. Before landing in Singapore, I thought it logical to present a copy of my CV to potential employers in Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. However, my challenge was how to pick the contact details of the potential employers. I didn't have access to Singapore Yellow Pages or a Singapore newspaper. Interestingly, back in 1993, we didn't have the luxury of an internet, an email, a mobile phone, a fax machine, or even a typewriter. It said, when the dream is big enough, facts don't count. I called Singapore High Commission in New Delhi, and they allowed me to come to the High Commission by appointment just for 30 minutes each day and browse through Singapore newspaper and Singapore yellow pages. I started visiting Singapore High Commission three times a week before going to my office to pick up the contact details of potential employers and started writing employment applications by using a carbon paper to duplicate the copies and mailed at least 100 such applications to Singapore, Malaysia and Indonesia. 
My brother, during a trip to Singapore in September 1993, followed up with the potential employers but didn't get a single positive response. My close friend in Singapore during a discussion also proposed me to postpone my trip to January 1994 when normally people change jobs. In fact, my mother was quite confident that my trip to Singapore and other countries would be a futile exercise and was keen for me to take up the attractive offer of deputy channel manager. Bryant McGill, the international best-selling author said, just beyond the horizon of the so-called impossible is infinite possibility. Despite all the discouragements, I decided to proceed with my plans to fly to Singapore as planned. I, however, did not know that the universe wasn't done testing me. The flight to Singapore was scheduled on October 23, 1993 at 11 p.m. from Gandhi International Airport. And I was supposed to report for check-in by 8 p.m. Travel time to airport being an hour, I started looking for a cab at 6.30 p.m. Interestingly, those days, the number of cabs available were limited. and There were only a few cab terminals around our home from where the cabs could be requested. We tried flagging many cabs, but nothing was available. It was already 8 p.m. and I was really getting nervous if I would be able to catch my flight. At 8.30 p.m., I finally decided to hire an auto rickshaw to drive me to the airport. The auto rickshaw is like a tuk-tuk in Bangkok and can drive beyond 40 kilometers per hour. And that's not a vehicle to drive to airport. Every passing moment in the auto rickshaw was making me more and more anxious and nervous about whether I would really be able to catch my Singapore flight. Anyway, I reached airport at 10 p.m. and rushed to the check-in counter. And to my delight, the check-in counter was still open. I checked in and the counter closed. The girl at the counter asked me to rush because the gates to the plane may be closed in about 20 minutes. I rushed hard and entered the plane at 10.15 p.m. In fact, I was the last passenger to enter the plane and the door closed. As I settled on my seat, tears started rolling down my cheeks. I jumped once again from my seat and said to me, yes, 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 I did it. The passenger sitting next to me looked at me and smiled. He for sure understood that something exciting had happened in my life. Finally. I was on my flight to Singapore and that defining moment completely changed the future course of our life. Although I knew boarding the flight to Singapore was just a small victory and the real deal would start after landing in Singapore. While I went through many odds preceding this journey, my inner voice and conviction said I would find a job in Singapore. Right after landing in Singapore, a new journey started. Every day morning, I would get dressed in a tie and a suit, ready to go for the interview and continued cold calling, believing I would be invited to an interview today. On the second day, a large Korean company who was building a $1.2 billion commercial complex invited me for an interview and offered me a job as a contracts engineer and requested me to join the next day. Jack Ma. 
the co-founder of Alibaba Group said, nothing is free. If you want to be successful, you have to pay the price. The offer as a contracts engineer by the Korean company brought my corporate career back to where I had started 15 years earlier. Although my first job, which I started within three days of landing in Singapore, was nowhere near the DGM level position, I was sure this was just a passing phase of my career journey and I would be able to earn back once again what I deserved in Singapore. Two and a half years after landing in Singapore, however, were the most challenging phase of my career. And I would share that journey in part two of my defining moment story. Within three months of landing in Singapore, I got the visa approved for my family and my entire family landed in Singapore to be with me on February 1st, 1994. And we continued to live in Singapore for a long 17 years. We were blessed to be living in one of the safest, cleanest and greenest cities of the world with the first world lifestyle and a meritocratic society. My two sons studied in world-class Cambridge education system with the elder one graduating from the reputed Singapore Management University and later attended Carnegie Mellon University in US. We sent our younger son to study in University of Toronto, Canada. My eldest son is now an entrepreneur of global fame and my younger son operates as a VP, leading a large asset portfolio for a reputable investment company in Canada. By 2010, when we made our next move to Canada, I was operating as a commercial and sales head for a large French multinational in Singapore. Let me pause for a moment and share an audio clip which connected very well with my defining moment story part one. Knowledge, strength, wealth, status, excellence, many different words, many different meanings, but they do share one important thing, and that's that they are all outcomes. They are not obtainable by themselves. Just like an effect can't take shape without the cause that contributed to its materialization. They need something else, a seed, a root, a foundation. If excellence were the tallest building in your city and you ripped it apart piece by piece, until only the core existed, only that foundation, what you would see as courage, because courage is the thing that gives you a platform to build on. Every starting block is comprised of unknowns. Every endeavor, every journey, every time you start something new, you're by definition a rookie. You're at the bottom of some pecking order. And I want you to never be fearful of these situations, but to be thankful for them. They're the roots that allow the tree to grow. And the only thing required for you to move forward is having the courage to say yes. Life is opportunity. The world around you is opportunity. Some people close their eyes and ignore it. Others choose to see it. Courage is never closing your eyes. Everything around you is courage. That building you're walking by. Someone had the courage to start that construction company. The music you're listening to. 
Someone had the courage to put their art out there. Into the world, to embrace the critics. The naysayers, the envious. They didn't stop. And now their creativity is flowing out of your headphones. And into your life. Courage is the understanding that fear becomes progress. That being nervous transforms into excitement. And that what once ate away at you. Will become the fire that reshapes your life. Allow yourself to stumble through the beginning. Let yourself fail. Our defining moment story became a reality just because our lofty dreams got seated deep inside our hearts. Our courage to embrace the fear of change and fear of unknown. Our desire to come out of our comfort zone and the courage to stumble and fail in the beginning. During this phase of my life, I grew as a human being and crystallized my belief that it's not about how big is your dream, but how long can your dream make. Both me and my wife strongly feel, despite initial challenges, our move to Singapore was one of the best decisions of our life. And this one decision completely changed the future course of our life. October 23rd, 1993, and a flight to Singapore was truly a defining moment which completely changed the direction of our future life. I'm sure my defining moment story titled It's Possible did inspire you to create a new defining moment in your own life. In my next episode, I plan to share with you the wisdom of another iconic success personality from Metro Vancouver. Till then, believe you can and you will.